Hey everybody, welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-based retrospective about Nintendo Power Magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. Do we have to keep this bus above 55 miles an hour? <laughs> and we are looking at volume 43 from December of 1992. And the cover game is Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally. Ugh. Well, we've almost taken this podcast to 43 issues. So, <laughs> yay. <laughs> what? Yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about anything. We didn't talk about 42 being like the ultimate answer to everything last issue. I feel like we let our That was the ultimate down. That was the pod, the podcast was the answer to life. Mm. Yeah. Well, see. Uh, by the time this thing airs, it'll be quite uh, uh, quite a bit of synchronicity. This is a Christmas issue of Nintendo Power, and by the time this airs, it will be Christmas time. Feliz Navidad. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Ba, 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 Prospero año y felicidad. <laughs> All right. Prospero uh, año y the uh, best and worst holiday song I've ever heard was called uh, All I Want for Christmas is a Wee. And <laughs> it goes uh, it goes like this. All I want for Christmas is a wee. Wee! All I want for Christmas <laughs> is a goddamn wee. All I want for Christmas is a wee. Wee! All I want for Christmas is a goddamn wee. For like two minutes. <laughs> is it about that like lady that that held her, her pee to win a wee and like... And, or, or drank a bunch of no, or, or drank, I, no, drank a bunch of water and died from. I do not know the source the of, water the, of the song. Challenge. No, no, no. Like it was a yeah. Just I a remember water she drank all the water okay. and she got like top died water toxic. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. So that, that teaches the kids: drink beer, water will kill you. <laughs> all right. If you got a pee, oh, you got on a milk. Just piss. It's only pants. Milk, milk, lemonade. All right. Um, Around the corner, my mom is killed by water. So we have Beep Beep on the cover. <laughs> Got Wiley e. Coyote standing there with looking uh, a I think little he's perturbed. Down. I think he's lying down because he got run over. <laughs> Maybe. And he's got... Uh, I got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Stars <laughs> and the planets above his head twirling like he just got hit or something. And the roadrunner <laughs> is zooming past him into the desert. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty solid art. Like... It seems like they either they might have like gone to the Looney Tunes people and like mm-hmm. they, this might be. I mean, it looks like it was done for the purpose of this magazine. This, I mean, yeah, it looks I don't, legit. I yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty solid as artwork goes. Mm-hmm. Like you've got the Monument Valley spires uh, in the far background. You've got like an archway, like uh, you have up there in like southern Utah. So it's got like the southwestern u.s kind of feel and got little saguaro like little drawn saguaro cacti Mm -hmm. yeah the only thing it's missing is a redneck sheriff handing out pink shorts to convicts Mm, he got um got rid of that guy finally yeah yeah we finally voted them out one good thing Mm -hmm. about the election was the bright spot was that guy getting shit canned finally what the hell do sheriffs have to do with an election they get elected they're elected wait you elect sheriffs yeah aren't they appointed by the uh they're not no. appointed nope. by the governor? No. It's a it's a it's a, an elected position in at least in Arizona. Where it mattered. So. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Uh but they didn't pass the um, like recreational weed. So no weed. Fuck you, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm gonna have Trump, at least let me light a dude. Jesus. <laughs> Alright. No, it, it 
it's it's like yeah. if, if everyone's racist grandpa won the election so you know you know no fun no doobies just we're gonna well, have we're gonna have like four years of blaming everybody that isn't white men mm. and because everyone next everyone knows kids. how everyone knows how hard it is to get weed so <laughs> the next thing to do is they're gonna try to it's, start banning dancing it's oh. it's four years of your worst Thanksgiving and then then you get a chance to pull your head out of your ass and vote right this time or put up a you decent candidate. He'll probably get elected again because whatever. I'm just done. Anyway, okay. Moving on to the inside. So, yeah. We have our advertisement that we saw last time, which was Give the Club. Drunkle Santa. Yeah, we got Drunkle Santa <laughs> here. <laughs> Withholding the, the box with the Superpower Club logo on it. I know, and just wonder whose face it is. He kind of looks like a cross between uh, Ernest Borgnine and Peter Lorre. Sure. And that box looks like it has a spent bottle of bourbon in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to the Power of Choice ad, mm-hmm. which we've seen before. Um, but it's that great deal. Only $100 for the just the um, console only mm-hmm. for Super NES. So you can buy whatever you want to go along with it. With one controller. So, uh, yeah. Well, who had friends, right? <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, okay, so table yeah. this, was back, this was back in the dark days of gamerdom where, you know, only a select few people played games. <laughs> That's not true. All right. That's, That's not, not true, true at all. At all. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Table of contents. Uh, so uh, we've got our games for the NES, Batman Returns, James Bond Jr., Tecmo NBA Basketball, and Caesar's Palace Again, for some reason. For Game Boy, we got Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, Bonk's Adventure, Looney Tunes. For Super NES, we've got Desert Strike, Return to the Gulf, Roadrunners, Death Valley Rally, Spider-Man, The X-Men, and Arcade's Revenge, Pushover, and then it looks like three different uh, Super Scope games. Yep. And yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, the Super Nintendo is really showing some dominance. Now it's got the biggest selection here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they still don't have it first for some reason. They're still leading with the NES. I guess it's right. first come, first serve. The mm-hmm. images the en- on the, the NES on the left, has tenure. The le- images on the left are pretty cool. We got like a bat signal for the Batman Returns game. We got a Super Mario Land 2 uh, still. And then we've got uh, Roadrunner running next to like the Coyote in a hot air balloon. Where he's uh, like got the- grenades and little biplanes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty freaking awesome. And then uh, Dick Nose is back with mm-hmm. a... Uh, I thought it was a polar bear at first, but it's just like a really big fucking dog. Yeah. Or a really tiny person. Like a Malamute. Yeah. yeah. Or like Peter Dinklage is a baby. <laughs> what, the hell's that, what the hell's that ugly looking dog that Don Cherry owned? Uh, Spuds McKenzie or something? Who is Don Cherry? The hockey commentator. <laughs> oh, that's right. We don't speak... Can it- what Don is Cherry's hockey? The one, Don Cherry's the one that wears the crazy suits, right? Finally, Yes. I mean, what the fuck's hockey? <clears throat> By the way, I found out I found out an interesting Canada fact today. All right, so America is undefeated in the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, have you ever heard of the Grey Cup? Yeah. Well, Canada is not undefeated in the Grey Cup, which is the American Super, with the Canadian Super Bowl. There was an American team. That was in Canadian football for two years, and one of those two years they fucking won it. So we, you haven't even won every one of your Super Bowls, you freaking piss poor country. <laughs> in 1995, the Baltimore like Stallions won the Grey Cup, so it hasn't even stayed in Canada. How did they get in? Uh, they were clearly that like, was between, a mistake. 
Well, it was when the cult. Did they just like sneak in under the fence and just be like, "Oh yeah, we're uh, we're Canadians." Hey, I mean, like, come on, hosers, let's let's bang helmets. So the cults left, um, left Baltimore, and then like they were going, they went to Indianapolis, but there was like a period in between where like the Browns were heading back from Cleveland. They went, they moved from Cleveland back to Baltimore. And so that team like had to wait a year or two for a stadium to be built. And like the ownership didn't want to stay in, 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 uh, Cleveland. So like they played in Baltimore in the Canadian football league or something like that. It was really weird. Like it's a really, really weird story. Um, but yeah, one of the two years there was like a Sacramento team and a Baltimore team, and the CFL for like a few years in the mid '90s, and one of those years, the Baltimore team won Canada's Grey Cup. So, you guys aren't even uh, undefeated in your own freaking football championship, which is crazy. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, yeah, there's a dude playing Game Boy, uh, laying on a Malamute. I mean, the the Malamute has a saddle on it, apparently. Bull terrier. That's what I was thinking. It's a, it looks like that's a, a bull really terrier. small. I mean, really large yeah, bull had- terrier. He has like sweatbands on his legs too, which is just yeah. Weird. <laughs> I didn't notice it doesn't. Clearly, he was a do- he's a he's a dog mm. from the eighties, and he's a maniac. Like, Malamute, that's like, for sure. He's like intensely focused on the ground he's for some reason, freaking out <laughs> about being smushed by his owner who's just leaning forward <laughs> on his head. He's not. Yeah. He's just being pushed down into the ground. That's he's trying to push yeah. himself up. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, You're too yeah. fucking heavy to ride me, kid. It was <laughs> fine two years ago, but you've grown. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. And on to the player's pulse. So their first section is, they asked you what you thought the most important attributes for a great video game system were to have. And so here are their responses. So the first one is from uh, Chris Olian of Lawrenceville, Georgia. I've got all three Nintendo systems, and I'm pleased with every one. What I look for in a game is its graphics, sound, style, and difficulty. Metroid 2 is a perfect example. The one thing I've looked for and found in every Nintendo product is quality. One more thing. Get the Super NES. It's worth it. Trust me. Okay. Jeez, Chris. Why don't you get off your knees and stop blowing <laughs> uh, freaking Nintendo all day? <laughs> <laughs> really? Jason Gerstoff from Louisville, Kentucky said, the Super NES is by far the superior 16-bit video game system. Gotta agree. Many competitors' games fall behind in graphics, play control, and overall quality. The Super NES looks the best, plays the best, and just feels the best. Keep up the good work. You know, this this kid knows what's up. But I don't think they're going to run the Genesis kicks your ass letters, <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. All right. And Jason... Jason and Brock of Marietta, New York, writes in, I believe the Super NES games are 10 times more challenging than the games for other systems, and with the price of the Super Nintendo getting lower, there's no comparison. Joe Joe Hume from uh, Madison, Wisconsin, says, Yoshi stowed away in my suitcase as I headed back from a vacation in Dinosaur Land. When I found him, he was chewing on my new Nintendo Power. After I got away from him, I saw your player's pulse question. Yoshi and I both agree that the NES, Super NES, and Game Boy are the best. We think it's because of the oh endless hours of challenge and fun. Yoshi loves the taste, although he says the Game Boy could use more oregano. I'll mail Yoshi back as soon as I find enough stamps. Only y- Dude, I'll have, I'll, I'll, I want whatever <laughs> drugs he's using. Cause, uh, only, only Yoshi right. has a mouth big enough to accommodate all three Aww. dicks at a time. 
And Stephen Tate writes in from Albuquerque, Nueva Mexico, saying, why aren't there any good games coming out for the NES now? I don't have Ouch. a Super Nintendo. Get off your fucking well, ass Stephen and get Tate, one. You're fucked. <laughs> so we get write, a paper they route. Steven, there are great games for the NES, Mega Man 5, for example, but it does seem like a lot of developers are concentrating on the Nintendo, so you're boned, <laughs> son. Oh no, all the game developers are making <coughs> games for the better system. Oh no. And we have mm. some CD-ROM news. Do you want to you tackle that, Mike? Oh yeah. Just in case you haven't heard, Nintendo has announced that its upcoming CD-ROM system will feature a custom 32-bit co-processor. We're convinced that a 16-bit processor will now provide game players with significantly enhanced and unique video games. By offering <laughs> enhanced processing power and speed, we're confident our CD-ROM, when coupled with a Super NES, will offer a truly superior game experience wow. to cartridge-based games. Well, it sure did, except you fucked it up and lost it. Thank I you feel kind of bad for him. Like, I just feel like... <laughs> I don't know. The CD-ROM's going to be great. Like, it's, one, it's going to be great. Yeah, reading. <laughs> it is going to be great, except you're going to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, Was the PlayStation 1 sad. really that great, though? <laughs> oh, it is. These guys are... I don't know about that. Fuck yes. It had lots of voice acting in the... Doesn't uh, make it good. Games. And it to me, the graphics were... Well, the graphics I didn't were have, better and had a, bit, had a massive library. <laughs> oh, Plus the piracy ability that's a with silly computer feature. CD-ROMs at the time. <laughs> it was just the perfect... Well, it, it's a reason to buy yeah. a PlayStation because yeah. then you don't have to buy games. Yeah. I remember mm. the Dreamcast was pretty easy to do on that on that front, too. But I mean, I remember in EB Games, they were selling emulators for the PlayStation <laughs> for the computer. Bleem. <laughs> I think it was called, yeah. like, anyway. Bleem. If you look it up, it's like oh, Dreamcast. Bleem. Yeah. No, Bleem, Bleem was I a Dreamcast Bleem. emulator, not... Yeah, I had Bleem too. But imagine that they anyway. actually sold an emulator in a store. How freaking cool is that? All right. N- 90s, were, 90s were a hell of a time. We have coverage of the Rare Battletoads winner, which that sounds like an like an awesome mm-hmm. contest because I think they flew him out to England, right? Yeah, so Eric Hintz of Chicago, Illinois, uh, the guy in the middle, so the oldest reader that's ever won one of these. Uh, (laughs) Eric and two of his family members and a friend uh, and the editor went to jolly old England to visit the rare offices and see British sites where it was operated by Stamper Brothers, Tim Tim and Chris. The country company is responsible for programming the immensely popular Battletoads games. Eric got to see the Super Nintendo version while it was still under construction. He also had an opportunity to meet with developers and programmers and offer some suggestions on various aspects of the new Battle Maniacs game. I'm sure that's what they wanted to hear. What the hell like is Battle Maniacs? Fucking, I don't remember, but like some it, random was it like, even long? <laughs> some random guy comes in and is like, "Yeah, you should change this about your game." Like, "Yeah, fuck you." No, I feel, I feel sorry for Go all the kids. Chicago. The kids that are just like, Battletoads are amazing. I want to see this. This is going to be great. And then they see the winners. Then they see the winners. They're fucking doctor. <laughs> Which one? He's the guy in the middle. Yeah, he like like, looks like a podiatrist. He looks like he went out and uh, shot yeah. a trophy lion or something. <laughs> <laughs> Battle Maniacs is the uh, game. That what they're talking about is Battletoads in Battle Maniacs, which was Sir Super Nice. Yeah, that's right. He looks like the guy that like goes to the laundromat 
and takes women's underwear out while it's like in the dryer and like smells it. <laughs> and then like throws it back in before they go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that I've ever done that or anything. No, you, you just happen to bump into him while accidentally grabbing the wrong load of laundry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm so, like, that is one of the things, like, I'm so glad. I, I, I think one year of college, like, when I was in the dorm, I had to use, like, common laundry. But, like, every, like, that has been the one thing that, like. That's, like, demeaning. Well, no, it's just, like, whenever I've been looking, whenever I look for a place like wherever I've moved since like that first year of college, the, like the, like the biggest, like maybe not the biggest thing, but like one of the, just like I had to oh, have it was not having it. to go to like coin up. I don't trust people. I would have people, I would live at a shitty place where people stole clothing. <laughs> so I had to sit down and babysit my laundry. My favorite was your, <laughs> your, uh, drunk land, like, or not land, like the maintenance guy that just like took, your door like like di- like left the took the deadbolt out of your door and just left like left your door like swinging in the breeze like anyone could just walk into your apartment whenever they wanted <laughs> when the fuck did this happen i was living in a shitty apartment in mesa across from mesa community college and uh there was something wrong with our door like was it shutting properly or oh i know there was like a big draft under it so like either uh in, in the summer we would just like basically all of your dollar bills from the air conditioning just go out the front door because there's this giant gap basically and so we complained about it enough that they were like okay well we'll replace your door great so like the guy like took off the old door and like put in a new one totally unpainted unfinished and like didn't bother to put like a deadbolt in it so like i come home and like the door is there but no deadbolt in it. I'm just like, I can just walk in. This is great. There's no lock here. <laughs> and then the maintenance guy was at the bar across the parking <laughs> he was lot. At the bar next to the sandwich <laughs> shop. Getting drunk off his ass in the middle of the day. Well, another job well done. Time to give me a well earned a well earned drink after a long, hard, yeah. fruitful day's yeah. work. All right. Good times. Speaking of a hard day's work, we've got Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Starring the bat, the cat, and the penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good movie. And no neck. Or whatever. I mean, DeVito is uh, what a weird movie. The penguin. It's. I mean, it's, it was a. It was good. It was stylized <laughs> yeah. and weird, yeah. but it fucking holds up. I haven't seen yeah. it forever. I, seen, I saw it like a couple of years ago, and it was just still just like a different Batman, but it was still good. Okay. Yeah, Ben, you need to go back and give it a try again. It it is it is mm-hmm. it's it's you know it's before the Schumacher. Keaton has the style to go like, okay, <laughs> so. does my bat suit have a neck? All right, I want a neck. Well, we're gonna give you nipples. Fuck you, I'm out. I'm gonna go make I'm gonna go make multiplicity. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's Cusack, isn't it? Nope, nope. You're wrong there, sir. What about, I think it's serendipity. I love that movie. That, that movie oh, was okay. cool where he just Anyways. decides to copy, and copy uh, himself. And then his clones are just like, wait a second, we're getting all the chump work. Fuck that. They, they make their own clones. And then they make their own clones. And basically they put out a guy who's retarded at the end. It's like, this is what happens when you copy a copy. It's basically like the plot of the me- of the Meeseeks. <laughs> it's the Meeseeks mm. episode, like, mm. in movie form. Anyway. All right. right. Don't you get it, Jerry? Life is pain. I'm <laughs> so fucked up. All right. Uh, did anybody actually play this game? Because I sure didn't. I did. Oh. I got a few minutes before we recorded, okay. waiting for our 
one of our hosts uh, <laughs> to appear um, to play this. And um, mm-hmm. so unlike the rest of the Batman NES games uh, that are okay. made by Sunsoft, this one's made by Konami. Um, and they yep. did a pretty good job. It's a, it's a side-scrolling uh, beat-em-up, much like a Double Dragon or a, a Final Fight or something like that. But I'm glad we don't have Guillermo del Toro on the uh, podcast. I'm pretty sure he'd have some bad things to say about Konami right now. <laughs> Back in 92, Konami. Not talking about 2016, Konami. <laughs> Did you see that report uh, from the, from a Japanese company that basically were they were talking about all the abusive practices Konami has, like reshuffling their staff, making sure they rotate their emails so that nobody like knows what the hell they're doing and... Just keeping everybody on edge and then, like, announcing people's names if they come in, like, five minutes late from their lunch break. <laughs> what? Oh, read the Nikki report, like, oh. N-I-K-K-E, and just see what they said about Konami. It is fucking... That's weird. Th- th- these, this is psychopaths running this place. Like, when, uh, when Del Toro said, fuck Konami, he wasn't talking about, like, oh, they didn't, like, give me a major uh, game, so fuck them. He, like, there was, there's a past behind that. All right. Well, again, talking about 92 Konami. <laughs> and they did a bang-up job. It is a fun game. Um, I didn't get too far into it, unfortunately, but uh, there's, looks like it's you a got good game. A pretty good, I enjoyed like, it. Array. Got uh, I would play it again. No, you got Catwoman. Okay, uh, John, you got did you got the Penguin Battle. You, you're, 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 like, it's pretty, pretty interesting little, I figured someone else would cover this one, so I kind of let it go to the to the goalie, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there's a <laughs> some of the allegations. Ah, Jesus Christ! Still for, talking uh, about the allegations that you want to talk about. You want to talk about? <sighs> We're talking about. You know what? We we entered this to go back in time, Mike. To go back when the good old days. We're reminiscing about Nintendo Power back. You want to talk about PizzaGate as well? Then not 2016. Let's save let's save that for a press pause if you really want to do it. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about the uh, the horrors of what Konami. Pizza, what about the horrors of Pizzagate? Okay. Another time. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about your mother, Trebek. Speaking of Connery, we, the next game is James Bond Jr. Uh, it's based on the cartoon. Yes. James Bond Jr. Which which makes I have why, the, why is it James Bond Jr. if he's his fucking nephew? By the way, I don't know. I had the I had to watch a few of these episodes during when I worked at the, what, the Westernware store because mm-hmm. that's all I was on TV during my lunch break. <laughs> it was it was bad. Oh, not, it was old, not good. Good old Shepplers. I should have hit you up for some like some Stetson boots, some Wranglers, yeah, or something while you were there. What kind of name is this for a villain? The Scum Lord. S and it's like a, a, a acronym. That was uh, uh, awkward. As someone that stutter, I'm just wait till the next time I stutter. He's gonna be all over me. But all right. Um, well, apparently this guy chows down on large hamburgers and small hamburgers. Yeah. To uh, <laughs> so to regain health. I watched a review of this game in prep. Because mm-hmm. we had extra time, because one of our hosts can't read a bus schedule. So, <laughs> um, the enemies are really weird. <laughs> you have to, uh, you have to shoot them like 30 or 40 times to kill a lot of these enemies. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Destiny! 
Yeah. I'm looking for like missile computer here, missile computer there, and it's all just like mismatched blue blocks. Like, yeah. Come on, switch up the puzzles. So it's just, there's five of these puzzles that you have to solve. And so it's like, it's a platformer that you have to solve puzzles? So yeah, you jump, like, through the, kill all the enemies, jump through the platforms, and. These graphics are awful. Yeah, and it, like, they make it look better than it is, actually. <laughs> it's a. Um, yeah, it, it's worth it when you have such well-written devices, such as the world domination device. <laughs> um, so you, ju- you just you just press the button, and everybody wants to not make you pay taxes. He, um, everything is like mustard colored except for the background, so it's like really. And then some of the gaps are really hard to see. Like the 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 kid that I was watching, like the review of, like got really frustrated um, with with the game. <laughs> So he didn't get through the first mission, and so apparently there's there's at least three missions, four missions. All so right. I don't know. Fuck this game. Yeah. Oh my god. It's Tecmo a, it's a NBA basketball is next. Yeah. So um, I got a chance to play this for a little bit, actually. Wow. Look, we like between us, we're covering this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good, actually. Hmm. Um, it plays like a. Like you would imagine, like an NBA NBA Jam is a better game, like a more fun game, I would say, in my experience. I haven't played a ton of basketball games, um, but it's pretty good. You, it's five on five, um, and it's got all the uh, teams from uh, the NBA, so the real teams in there. Um, they don't, they don't know if they have all the players or not. I didn't dig too much, too deep into that. It drives like um, a steakhouse, but it handles like a bistro. All right. Um. But it lets you uh, change like who you're controlling when you're on um, uh, either defense or offense by passing. So when you're on defense, it'll show like an indicator around like another player to let Michael you know, Jordan like, is in this game. You're gonna so be taking over. That's pretty important. Michael Jordan's like actually. They playing. got Carl Malone. Yeah. Sweet. They got Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Dominic Wilkins. Chris Mullen. Uh, Scott Hastings and, and Hakeem Olajuwon. The dream are in the game, at least mm-hmm. according to, to the leader. Uh, Check out the uh, for mastering the offense. Look at the passing, just to see the great screenshot of this guy passing the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what was kind of weird, and I don't think. Oh come on, you don't think that's funny? Anyway, um, yeah, it looks like an anime. It does. Um, I don't know how you're supposed to... Super basketball time! <laughs> Pass the basketball! There's like a whole episode of Dragon Ball Z where the basketball is just like floating through air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's half an hour of him just screaming at the ball while charging up and like rocks. Kamehameha! 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 Um, you're supposed to call plays, but I don't really understand... Like looks like that's one of the things I don't think it really would translate well to two buttons and the D pad. <laughs> like, hmm. but there are. I love I the fast do... break. I love the fast break where the black guy is the same color as the orange ball. I don't. I mean, I don't remember <laughs> seeing the uh, plays in there. So uh, apparently, apparently if you do a, if you look at the bottom, you mm-hmm. can like call the plays based on like if you go up and then like start or I don't even know. Like they're they're like they're telling oh, you. Oh, I see. You can actually like call them during the game. Yeah, like you can to, when like, you're on offense. Your teammates. Yeah, you say I want to, I want you to do a, a pick, or oh. I want you to do. Oh, so you hit that button combination at the bottom, right? To right. Uh, mm-hmm. change the configuration of your associates. So it's really well thought out on that sense. Like that's that's like what people would be doing in a basketball mm-hmm. game. Like 
but I don't think this controller is really the way that you want to go about doing that. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I mean, the controls are pretty decent um, from when I played it. I've seen videos My, of this game where, like, you can spam three-pointers in the corner. <laughs> and, like, it's yeah. impossible to stop it. So it's it's a little, like, it's not, if you, it, I, I guess if you find someone that will play it with you that, like, is not going to be a douche, like, it can be fun. <laughs> like I said, it, I would pick NBA Jam any day of the week over this game. But, I mean, the only issue with it is that, uh, and they don't show in the screenshots, obviously, but you know that like effect that uh, the NES has, where like uh, sprites kind of glitch out. Right. Yeah, the flicker. Oh my gosh! There's so much flicker in this game because uh, of all like the people moving at the same time, and there's ten players basically. Well, look at the look so at the, the yeah. You can see the it in the following the ball shot there. Like. Yeah. Look at the release. Yeah. You'll see exactly. a white. You'll see a guy in white shorts running behind the guy with the with the pink shorts on, and he's got no legs. Right. Yeah. He's, look at following the ball. A, there's flung, like. He's a free-floating, full-torso yeah, apparition. Yeah, page 21 yes. on following the ball, there's just, like, mm -hmm. limbs everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a major problem with trying to play the game. You're like, where the hell am I? Or other people are trying to pass well, to you. Well, do, do I still exist? I'm always mindful of that, like, playing these games, because sometimes it's just bad emulation, but if it's showing up in, in like, in the, <laughs> in the uh, Nintendo Power... Uh, then I, I I would venture <laughs> they, to say. they made yep. a they made a Super Nintendo game and tried to cram it into an NES and this is the result yeah pretty much I think yeah. you're I think Ben's right though like this generation well like Super Nintendo generation like the the NBA Jam was where it was at but like the current generation stuff like because you have better controllers and and like mm -hmm. better like the full court stuff's pretty good like the full team stuff's pretty fun so yeah um, and you have, and you have well respected. Uh, Good, grateful companies like EA handling them. So and well, no, you don't want to use EA's basketball game. EA's are terrible. Uh, the, you want to use the two K uh, franchise for basketball. But um, speaking okay. of things that are we've covered before, <laughs> Caesar's Palace. We we did the Game Boy version. Ben was uh, when he said like I don't know why it's up again. I think this is the NES <coughs> NES version. So. Yep. Um, it's gambling. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, it's not too many moving objects, so hopefully it's rendered properly. They should, like, um, they should match this up with Desert Bus and, like, make a game where you have to take the bus, like, drive the bus <laughs> from Tucson to Vegas, and then you get to do Caesar's <laughs> Palace once mm -hmm. you're, once you're at, uh, you know, once you make it to Vegas. I think, I think that would, because, uh, like, you see the Desert Bus there. On the lost wages uh, part of the page uh, twenty-two, hmm. there. So, you know what I'm talking about with that desert bus. Yes, thing, right? I do. Okay. <laughs> Mike. Where's the bus on page twenty-two? He's oh, I see. Showing up in Las Vegas. I got it. Perfect. <laughs> so, what would the idea be? They'd have to make like a million dollars or something before they can leave. Well, no. So, desert bus. You have you drive from Tucson yeah. to Vegas. So, like. Yeah, I guess I don't so, know something like that. If you gamble, if you gamble away your return ticket, then you're stuck washing dishes, or you become the croupier <laughs> to pay your uh, to survive. Like, do you either have to like earn money before you can leave, or like you lose all your money? I didn't really think leave. this through. I saw a bus and I paired it up. <laughs> I like the I like the idea of taking a one way trip to Vegas, and you have to finance your return, mm -hmm. whether it's triumphant or just barely making enough for a plane ticket and a shirt. Like, mm -hmm. 
You decide. One time, or you could whore yourself out. One time, will, will, will you return triumphant from Vegas, or will it eat you alive? One time, I was leaving a Luxor on a Sunday morning, and I turned twenty bucks into five hundred in like twenty minutes. <laughs> that, that was pretty fun. <laughs> That's mm. about the best. Why, why you just you, you just spent it on condoms and you put yourself out on the street? <laughs> twenty minutes? I wish. Um, no, I hit on a wheel, and then so I had a hundred dollars, and I. Let it ride on black on blackjack, or not black on roulette, and turn it into five hundred. <laughs> nice. So. Nice. Yeah. All right. Next up, classified information. Uh, Space Mega Force. It's something I'll probably play later. Contra Three: The Alien Wars. Something definitely want to play later. The game looks good. Sounds like the Trump agenda. And <laughs> Phalanx. <laughs> Uh, we have some a way to stock up on one-ups in Super Star Wars. <laughs> no, the Trump's version of Contra is That's I talked to the I talked to the aliens. They said they're leaving. They're going to be great. They're going they're going to be leaving, but they won't be taking our jobs. <laughs> we're going to build a wall for us, the aliens. <laughs> we're going to. I love the fact we're going to build a space wall. It's going to be huge. <laughs> It'll be Bernie. big league. Big league wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's just like I talked to the company, and like even though I have no authority, no anything, they they promised that they're going to be keeping their jobs. And then the union leader showed up, and he's just like they were going to be keeping most of those jobs anyway. Wow! You just like gave the rich people seven million more dollars. <sighs> All right. Uh... Again, we're 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 trying to live in the past here. <laughs> All right, back when Trump was somewhat respectable because Trump was he never wasn't just so back when we were talking about video games. All right. but back when Trump was and a not concerned okay. with with. Oh yeah, did you see he he's putting uh, Linda McMahon oh, in his cabinet? Yeah. Well, he really remembers his old buddies. <laughs> yeah, right. She she's the least of my worries, to be honest. <laughs> All right. What is she in charge of? Like health? Are they going to give like medicinal suplexes or? Can't be any worse than the guy you put in charge of the EPA. So. Yeah, that guy's... Anyway, all right, all right. The Addams Family game, Smart Ball, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Nothing interesting. Um, Super Star Wars, stuck up on one-ups. Yep. Yay, we can define a cave. We're blasting them, well, one-ups, and then you find, like, a wall full of floating Mark Hamill heads. All right. And, and Phalanx on has secret zones. To the Zelda comic. Zelda! What, one the thing final I battle. Oh, Here's one I did use, The Addams Family. The secret one of them. <laughs> I enjoyed The Addams Family game. Did you guys ever play it? Um, maybe. Well, did you probably don't remember finding the one-up room then, huh? Well, no, you can't. Okay, so moving on, Terminator 2, blah, blah, blah. Ganon shows up. Yay! Adventures of Link, final battle. Ganon shows up. It is It's the cool. final <laughs> okay, he goes, I never expected you to destroy Aghanim or look down upon his battered body, but your foolish resistance ends now. I will destroy you and make my dream to rule both light and dark worlds come true. And Link's just like, never! And then the two clash on the opposite page with an epic clashing of swords, light illuminating from the force of their blows. When you... Both of them with steely determination. When you think of Ganon, do you think of this version or do you think of, like, the Ganon from Ocarina of Time? Because when I think of Ganon, like, what comes to mind is not this Ganon. 
Now, th- this is the first Ganon I beat. Well, yeah, so I get it. Like my Gan, my Ganon's the pig. All right, not my- the uh, green redhead. Green redhead. Yeah, oh, from, from Ocarina of Time. No, when I think of Ganon, I think of Zelda Two. Whenever I die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that weird shadow. Yeah. You died. Ganon has won. <laughs> when I hear Ganondorf, uh, then I think of the Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I guess maybe that's yeah. the difference. All right. So anyway, yeah. They, they, but did, they didn't clash. he become a pig in Ocarina of Time? Like, wasn't that like a, one of his forms that he took? I think so. That sounds right. It's been a while since I played through that game. Yeah. Well, anyway, tons of fun. Porky decides he just like swipes Link away and he collides into Zelda. Mm-hmm. And uh, wait, Zelda sees Rome's crossbow. Zelda's the girl, <laughs> <laughs> and then Link and then Ganon charges at him, saying, "Is that the best you can do, weakling? I'll finish you off with my next blow." Which he doesn't because he just pins Link to the wall. Yeah, it's really- or just like catches his arm in his pitchfork. He's really bad with that. And, <laughs> yeah, and then Zelda picks up a weapon, probably for the first time in her life <laughs> since she's shaking and. Whatever, and then, like, even Ganon's calling her on her shit, like, What do you mean to do with that bow, princess? You'll get your chance to fight me after I deal with this whelp. But then Link decides, Why am I letting myself get pulled up by this damn bony spear? Because I got a fucking master sword. (coughs) So he uses that sword, chops the stick, and then slashes Ganon with the sword as he falls to the ground. And uh, he just goes into a, like a, a healing coma. The artwork of that was really cool, by the way. How he slashes on the way down. Yeah, that was an epic down slash. Even like Link, even Ganon recoiling in pain. Yeah, it, it, it's well done. But then you get to see him uh, healing from the wound, mm-hmm. and then yeah, Link tells her it's now or never. And then she says, "Wise men, maidens, please help us." And then she fires a shot, so Ganon can... Apparently, he's, he says his sword. I am paralyzed. Yet if he's paralyzed, he's able to talk. Which is funny how that works. But then we get to see all the, uh, the spirits of everybody, Link, Zelda. Everything is imbued in the silver arrow. Which then pierces Ganon. And Zelda realizes it was the enchanted arrow. And then Ganon gets, goes full on Sodom and Gomorrah. Turns into a friggin' pillar of salt. And then uh, he just, like, explodes and dissolves. Or does he? Because in the next in the next frame, he's got a body. So, a little weird, but turns out the Triforce floats out of his corpse. And then it says, Welcome, Link. I am the essence of the Triforce. The Triforce will grant the wishes of the person who touches it. Good wishes are bestowed upon the good and evil upon those of evil heart. All are granted in perfect clarity. <coughs> so it's letting you know that it's not a monkey's paw, like... Like if you if you wish for a sandwich, the turkey won't be dry. <laughs> so it says you have totally destroyed Ganon. I was expecting it to say dude after that. Dude, the, <laughs> you totally destroyed him, man. <laughs> the Triforce is waiting for like a new master. Righteous, it's righteous. It's, it's righteous powers in your hands. <laughs> Touch it with a wish in your heart. <laughs> and then Link looks at Zelda and. He's just like thinking, like, do I have to wish for you to put out, or are you going to do this on your own? Because I got another wish in mind. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's what his wish is, but she's she's obviously not picking up what he's putting down. So he touches the Triforce, and then a magic whirlwind takes them, just like Wizard well, of Oz style, say, back like, to the light world. Navi says goodbye to him. You see that? All right, Ephemeralda is all kind of sad. 
Mm. She's like, goodbye, Link. Never going to get that grossly oversized peen for her. Oh, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> You'd basically be watching her die. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> hey, listen, it's too much. I'm not oh, listening. Hey, listen. Nope, not listening. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucked up. <laughs> so then Zelda mistress of exposition says Hyrule my homeland you know cause yay I'm from this land too you dumb bitch I know what Hyrule looks like but Link says we made it we're back and then he sees the spirits of his uh, parents and his uncle and they say you have done well Link in the imprisoning war of years past, great armies risked all to seal Ganon in the Dark World. You accomplished a much more lonely and difficult victory. It was not only by your own power, but also that of many generations <coughs> of knights and wise men who preceded you. Let their memories of their efforts humble you and never forget. Then it says, following Ganon's defeat, the Dark World vanished, releasing many who had been trapped in monstrous form. The longed-for peace once again returned to Hyrule. And then we get to see Princess Zelda in full royal regalia with a purple robe, the essence of the Triforce, a horned helmet. And it uh, really looks like something from Dragon Ball, like Frieza's soldiers. And Link is kneeling in front of her with a righteous cape on. And she's given like this and sweet Viking helmet. It's pretty badass. Oh, yeah. She, she puts the sweet Viking helmet on him. It's and horny. <laughs> Link, just just to match his ears. <laughs> so Link was appointed as Master of the Knights of Hyrule by the newly crowned Queen Zelda. And then we see Link standing in front of the Master Sword, which he decided to put back into the ground, which is stupid, because, <laughs> you know, if you need it, you know, you'd have to, like, if, if evil came, you'd have to survive that evil to get to the woods, whereas you already had the sword with you. But I guess he decided, well, if someone else needs this epic sword, it'll, I'll leave it here for them to find it. I guess this is like, the Master Sword is like their version of like forest porn. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to leave this behind for future generations that they may inherit this wisdom should, 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 should the need arise. <coughs> it's like the sword and the stone from the King Arthur tales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then like a, a horse shows up and then the rider says, it's ironic, isn't it? And then Link turns around, who? Zelda. And then she says, the psychic link between us was so strong when I was in Ganon's clutches. But now that we are both free and at peace, you seem so distant guarding the Triforce. I am alone. As long as I live, I'll never forget the time when we were together in our dreams. So she totally like blows him off now that the danger's gone. Yeah. I know, she fucking friend, this is the ultimate friend zoning right here. Thanks for saving Hyrule, peace sucker. Yeah. I'm just going to go off and not blow you. <laughs> All right. And then Link's yeah, got that look on his face. Didn't like, even get, I didn't even get like a victory hand job is what his, what his face looks like. This is a yeah. terrible ending. Come uh, on. You could have given me boo. an old fashion at least. Yeah. But no. I mean, like, that's the look on his face is saying, fuck, I should have gone with my first wish. <laughs> And then it says, as the centuries pass, the legendary Master Sword lies waiting in the depths of the Lost Woods, waiting for the time when disaster again befalls Hyrule, waiting for a hero to 
to arise. And then what it says uh, the about the comics. The comics in this book were originally serialized in Nintendo Power Magazine. The first of 12 parts, 92, uh, through December of 92, mm. although the story loosely follows the plot of the Super Nintendo Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, some new twists and characters were added. The designer of the comics, uh, Shotaro Ishinomori, is one of Japan's most famous comic book creators. He has received many awards for his work. Among the most popular works in Japan are Cyborg 009, a science fiction adventure, Mass Rave Rider and Hotel. Wow. So they brought the based on Nintendo talent, based, eh? based on Nintendo's sexual adventures back <laughs> in the nineteen uh, fifties before they got into electronics. <sighs> the Love Hotel. So next up we've got a feature on Super Mario Land two, six golden coins. So we'll oh, talk yeah. about it a little bit. Um, this is probably one of the best games for uh, the Game Boy. Oh yeah, True Stripe, enough, even Stripe the, probably, the music, definitely. Yeah, the music still holds up. Like mm-hmm. when you're going through the levels and you hear like dun 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 dun, it's just great. The levels are great. And Bunny Mario, we should has Bunny Mario made a reappearance? Not that I'm aware of. So what's this cat Mario I've seen? Is that like fan art or is that like does, is that like a, a new game I haven't seen yet? Are you sure it's not raccoon ears? No, cat. Like like hmm. long tail. Like oh, he, I haven't he, seen he's that. He's in a full cat suit. In my defense, I haven't really played a Mario game in years, so <laughs> it could be recent and I'm not aware of it. The last game I played was Mario Galaxy 2. So we've got, uh, it's going over the different zones here. So it's got a nice uh, art illustration of the world. And uh, it sort of tells you about uh, how to play the game somewhat, some of the new items in here. So you have, uh, you can collect coins in every corner of every Mario Land stage, collect this loose change and take it to the slot machines near the entrance of the land for a chance to win valuable items. So the more you invest, the more you win. So that you can you can spend 30, 50, 200, or close to 1,000 uh, coins, and then you, you literally just, uh, it's a slot machine, you get uh, an item from it. Can't wait to play this with save states. <laughs> yeah. Gained! <laughs> yeah. So... Um, they also talk about the mid- midpoint mark of a stage. There's a bell you can ring, and if you die after you uh, meet the midpoint, you'll start back at the bell. That's and freaking ring awesome. Ring my that you- bell. bell. Ring my bell. <laughs> so, let me look. There's also a bell you- at the end of a stage, and if you ring that, you'll enter one of two special bonus-filled areas. Areas offer a chance to earn either a power up or an extra life heart. Oh yeah, they got the claw machine where you can grab uh, one ups, mm-hmm. which is freaking cool. I used to dominate that. I had that system on lock. What does the carrot do? It's just a dud. <laughs> like it's like a power up. It gives okay. you like rabbit ears, but you're you're looking for the one ups. Oh okay, I got you. And uh, I like some of the. Uh, if you look at the tree zone. One of the coolest enemies here is like a bullfish. Look right under the tree zone, the first screenshot underneath it. 
I'm looking here. The tree zone, huh? It sounds like part of Reddit. <laughs> so you see the tree zone. What? Like a, B, C. You ever been on, so you on B. Tr- art, like Reddit trees or whatever? It's like the... No. It's all weed smokers. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Anyway, there's a bullfish. I'm not seeing it, but I'll take your word for Ugh. it. Tree zone. Yes, I'm looking at the tree five zone. Five stage tree zone. You look at the screenshot saying tree zone under it. B. Nope, not seeing it. There's a bullfish. What are you seeing for B? Oh, is that like a bull? Yes, I said a bullfish. A bullfish. Oh, I got it now. It <laughs> looks like a bull, but it's a fish. I thought it was like a type of fish that I didn't, I wasn't aware of. <laughs> <laughs> so then they have the uh, macro zone after that. Oh, wait, hold on. The boss in the tree zone is like, what is this? A giant bird? Yep. That uh, sits on an egg? Is it, it poop an egg out? It's D from Always Sunny. <laughs> Some sort of giant bird. All right. <laughs> so as Micro Mario, you fight through the macro zone where apparently you have to create little programs for your spreadsheets. <laughs> oh. Very funny. It's a large world, and uh, Mario is smaller than it, so everything is larger than life in this. Uh, for instance, when he's climbing up uh, books on a bookshelf, um, and the boss, it looks like, is a wind-up mouse. Uh, it like seems to be that, mouse. Yeah. I don't see a wind-up key on him, but that might be, like, his tail. And then there's... Um, yeah. Either that, or you're just fighting a, a, a rat that <laughs> looks really stupid. <laughs> and there's a that Mario too. zone. You have to clear a giant mechanical Mario... Uh, so that mm-hmm. I don't know, so he can do something. There's oh yeah, I like the bosses here because you get to fight the three little pigs. In- oh jeez, dude, look at it! You got you got a house of straw, a house of bricks, and a house of sticks. Mm-hmm. And Derpy nice. shows up in the turtle zone. Look at that, right there on the map. Wow, no joke. That's totally Derp, Derp. whale <laughs> representing. <laughs> Mike does it the best. Derpy, it's been it's been too long, Derpy. We 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 missed you. Hmm. Him and Mike Tyson need to hang out. (laughs) Then we we got (laughs) we got the turtle over here looking like he's taking a shed on the island. Yeah, he looks he looks like he's sleeping, very satisfied. He's just so content. He, no, he's not going to take this shit. He's just like fell asleep and just decided instead of getting up to go to the bathroom, he's just going to urinate. <laughs> and he's happy with that decision. He's like that. Yeah, he's like the person, the sloth person in Seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Pumpkin so Zone. So he fights a, a yeah. giant octopus at the end of Turtle Zone. Pumpkin Zone. This is like more like a graveyard, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be creepy, I guess. Yeah, there's like, what, witches brew pots? Yeah, uh, I can't even see what the cauldrons. Boss is. Excuse me. Boss is like a skull or something. I don't even know. I don't even. There's see. a witch. Oh, it it's a, you battle the witch on Wait a broom. Wait for the witch. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, these are bad screenshots right here. I can't make out much. Yeah. And then space zone. And then they you battle. Kind of yeah. Rammed in the last two uh, areas here for space zone and Mario Castle. Yeah, Wario is friggin' huge in this. I mean, like, usually he's supposed to be, like, the same size as Mario, but a little fatter. This guy is just massive. That's why mm-hmm. um, they, they tend to do that. They tend to minimize, like, the coverage on the on the last levels just because it's like, mm-hmm. well, you're on your own at that point. So, I don't know. Right. Anyway. But, yeah, yeah this we is... We got you this far. Figure it out, big boy. This is uh, a great game. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Introduction of Wario. I remember playing through it when I was... I don't know if I got to the end when I was younger, but, you know, still. Oh, I definitely did. Oh, I beat this Lots game. Lots of fun. I fucking loved it. Yes, it was fantastic. I think it I was, played it twice through, actually. It was great. I like it. Okay, moving on. Next game, Bonk's Adventure. I thought so. this only came out on the TurboGrafx-16. No, well, Bonks, now they have a Game Boy Bonks version. was on a few different systems. But, uh... Alright, I want to read about the story. I want to know the story of, of uh, Bonks, Bonks' adventure here. His only weapon is his rock-solid noggin, but he controls it extremely well. You'll have Bonk bonking everything in sight as he sets off through the dangerous dinosaur land in search of the Moon Princess. The evil King Drool and his band of hooligans have her, have kidnapped her in an attempt to overtake the powerful, peaceful kingdom. And uh, yeah, yeah, there was an NES so, version as well, by the way. His so. name is King Drool, and they didn't call his his band of drooligans? <laughs> King Drool's a fool. So this, I don't think this is a port, though. This is like a reimagining of the same game, I think. What the hell's up with his face? Is he like climbing with his teeth in that second screenshot? Uh, On the left? I have no idea. I haven't played this game. Look his at whole you. head turned inside out. I think you he know, does. He looks like friggin' something from uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I had a coworker that used to call me Bonk because of my giant head. Heed! <laughs> <laughs> so. Il Duce. <laughs> they used to call Hageman's co-workers used to call him Meatball <laughs> the size of his giant head <laughs> I'll, uh, oh Hagman oh, yep fucking bastard <laughs> I know I know right <laughs> still the greatest oh still gosh, the most delayed was... prank of all time was the birdseed prank <laughs> okay okay spill well, story time so we were in a prank war with our friend Jeremy Hagman, and um, he went to prank us, and his plan was uh, to spread birdseed all over our yard so that birds would come and, like, shit on our cars and stuff. But, like, the birds didn't... <laughs> That's pretty cool. The birds didn't like the birdseed, though, and they never showed up. <laughs> so we're like, ah, no fuck birds. you. So but then, like, the next spring it rained, and all that seed, like, germinated, <laughs> and we had, like... The most weeds, like oh my god, it was just like I came back from a weekend vacation to find a letter from the city of Phoenix to see if Tempe, Tempe, yeah, yeah, saying you gotta cut your lawn because there were like four foot stalks in the yard all of a sudden. <laughs> that is the best delayed prank I've ever. I was like, oh damn it! Oh my god! There's a video of me attacking those those giant stalks too with a lawnmower. You know they sell um like. A propane torch to get rid of stuff like that now. You just go burn it all off, I guess. But, oh, yeah? Yeah. But, uh... That sounds illegal. We would, uh... <laughs> to, wait a second. They allow you to smoke weed in Arizona? I thought you said... <laughs> um, we got a, I forget what we did to get... Was that when we cupped him back? Was that what we did? Was that the cupping? Uh, I don't know if that... No, the cupping was earlier on. Yeah, so... But yeah, anyway. I think so, so it was prevenge for what he was going to do to you. I forget what it was in Revenge for because it had been so long. Yeah, I think you would put like his toothbrush in. I, I put his uh, toothbrush. Yeah, I put his toothbrush. He left it. He let us take care of his house when we went out of town. So we went over and like overturned all his glasses uh, with water on the countertop, <laughs> <laughs> so that like he, the only way is like if you pull the glass up and then the water just goes everywhere. 
Um, and I also took his toothbrush and put it in his maple syrup bottle in his fridge. He couldn't find his toothbrush for like a week. <laughs> so yep. yeah, we, we, we deserved it, but, um, I don't know. This, it's, it's a, it's a simple plat bonks adventure, simple platformer on the game game boy. There's really not much to mm -hmm. say here. I would say. Yep. And it's an uh, interesting premise of using your head to hit things instead of just jumping on them. So you got to press a button mm -hmm. to uh, stomp things with your head. We also have and apparently you and apparently you crawl up things with your teeth while you prepare to drop on the uh, ghost from Pac-Man. Yep. Well, he's literally a Neanderthal, so what do you expect? Oh, oh take a look are. at uh, before we leave off, leave this yeah. game. Take I a look always, at the boss. I, I always thought he was an aborted fetus. <laughs> oh, Jesus geez. Christ! So King Drool is the boss. Bonk will have tangled each of the bosses that he's previously faced after feeding each boss. <laughs> Move to the left and right to check the entire. I broke Ben. <laughs> So yeah, he's a stem cell donor. So you have to, for the final boss, you have to go back and beat all the uh, prior bosses. So it has a boss rush. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I like the design for whatever the hell is in front of King Drool here. Like it's just like a skull, skull on like yeah, it's like a skullmobile. Yeah, it, it looks like something of. from Wacky Races. It's one of the yeah. prior bosses, apparently, according to this thing. So. All right. Wait. So you fight the you fight the enemy you fight the bosses in front of them. So like you get to the end and you Dance, have to battle bonk beat, bonky. all the bosses that were prior bosses before you can battle King Drool. I will be entertained. <coughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Speaking of entertainment, the final game in this part of the episode will be Looney Tunes on the Game Boy. Mm hmm. So what do we have? Stages starring the different Looney Tunes. So we have yep, five. Daffy Duck is stage one with superior quacksmanship. <laughs> we have seven stages, so yeah, it's pretty pretty cool concept. I guess they yep. packed a lot in here. So does each yeah, does and each they have one different attributes? What is the story here? You're in control of different for each of the seven stages. I like what's the premise? What's the plot? I don't understand. You just have to like get through whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Do things and beat enemies. Yeah, like all right. They're serving up action. So we have Daffy Duck, Tweety, Porky Pig, Tasmanian Devil, Speedy Gonzalez, Roadrunner, and then Bugs Bunny wraps it up. You have to, you have to battle Elmer Fudd uh, to beat yeah, the game. Yeah, and he's got a scatter shot, so yeah, that so can fuck you up. It's just basically a collection of mini games, but you put they put them in sequential order, uh, essentially. That's what it looks like to me. Elmer is the last boss. Land on his head. He has eight full hearts, so he, Bugs Bunny has to do the Mario. I will say so, they did a pretty good job. Swing there's your a, arms. There's a lot of like license. You've got Marvin the Martian in here. You've got Sylvester. You've got um, yeah. They didn't skimp out on the uh, well for uh, except for Speedy Gonzalez since we he doesn't seem to have any real enemies. Just usually Sylvester or something, and that's saved for Tweety. Just Trump at the end. Speedy, he's fighting his, uh, his bosses. His bosses. He has to take down the wall. There's, Speedy fights a vampire at the end of his level. Yeah, I remember that. I know. Why is Speedy I, fighting horror? I, horror. I remember all the, his, all the vampires from the Speedy Gonzalez series. Like that was that was even. Shouldn't uh, <laughs> shouldn't like the bad guy for Speedy Gonzalez be like a chupacabra of some kind? I don't Speedy the Vampire Slayer. I don't remember. Was this, did did what? that line come up before Buffy? Yeah. It did. I don't remember <laughs> at all, like what See, the, <laughs> the antagonist. You think Josh Whedon got the turn? Got like 
something ending with a Y, the Vampire Slayer. No, from that. No, not at all. Okay. But I do, I do buy into the theory that M Night Shyamalan stole the Sixth Sense from the episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark that ran like six years before <laughs> it came out. <laughs> I do buy that suit. I do buy that premise. Well, um, Speedy's a true enemy could just be La Migra. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Rem- I don't remember what. Andale, the, andale. The antagonist. Everybody, get out of the Filibertos. Who who was the who was the antagonist for Speedy? I don't even remember. From I don't know. They uh, took know, him. Like, they took wasn't him off that, like, air. Sylvester for, trying to eat him because he was a mouse. No, they took him off the air for years because it was viewed as like racist. But then like the Hispanic community like demanded he come back. Yeah, they're like, what? What the fuck? He's not racist. Well, he kind of is. But they, character. they said, oh, "Come on, he's not like he's hanging out at Home Depot looking to cut your lawn for half price. Come on, he talks. He's just, he's a, just he has a Mexican accent. He talks with a very, but a very like stereotypical Mexican accent, mm-hmm. and he like sleeps under his sombrero and stuff. Like it's it's a little offensive. You mean like they probably did a hundred years ago? Well, now right. they uh, they air these cartoons, but they put a little thing in front of them. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, hey, like it. yeah." This was a sign. This is like you know uh, a sign of the times kind of thing. I thought they only saved that for the old world. I thought they only saved that for the World War II cartoons. No, they put it in front of which, all. Which I stand by is still freaking hilarious. They put them in front of everything, <laughs> and they say like, it's important like well, to recognize that there's stuff that's not socially acceptable in these cartoons today. But like these are cartoons of their time. We do not condone mm-hmm. like what the, the message, but we feel that it's important that like we still. It's put important it out you there. remember yeah, it. Yeah. So. And that you, mm-hmm. you that you develop the maturity that you can appreciate the humor, but not take what it implies to heart. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we want to wrap that up. Want to wrap it up with that for now? Okay. You, you kill bugs. Do, try uh, Fud wants to kill the wabbit. You're the wabbit. You don't want to get killed. Beat him. There you go. So, we're gonna do Super Mario Adventures on this one, or are we gonna save it for the next one? I think we can start off the next with Super Mario and then get through. All right. All no right. matter how no matter how bad the rest of the issue is, it's going to start off with a bang. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, I'll go ahead and close this out. If anyone would like to reach out to us, please find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/playingwithpowerpodcast, <laughs> or look for us on iTunes and give us a rate and review. You can visit our website playingwithpowerpodcast.com. You can also find Mike at Get, at get the Powder eighty eight on Twitter. Um, oh. All right. What's your grinder? What's your grinder handle, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast nerd. Uh, that makes sense. All right. Nice. Okay, so I uh, just want to give like a little shout out to the Patreon donors. You've been doing great. Uh, Sophie Tabak, f- five bucks. Thank you, Jason Zujo. Also five what, bucks. What? Thank you. <laughs> James Milholland and Peter Panda. He knows who he is. Both kicking in three bucks. And Ivan, no idea who he is since I haven't heard from him since. He's kicking two dollars, which, yay, thank you. And uh, Brandon, kicking in, kicking in his fair share. Why? For like, the, uh, we shouldn't for the tell. I don't know. If, should we be saying what they're donating? I don't even know. If, hey, if anyone's feeling competitive, <laughs> what better way... <laughs> To fuel that competitive spirit. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think. That's... And cash in. Uh, all right. Well. Okay. <laughs> What's done is done. Whatever. Okay, so if you want to uh, if you want to show these people what's what, you can find us on Patreon.com/slash Playing With Power, 
and uh, keep the show going. And the more money we get, the more ways we'll uh, find to spend it to entertain you. The more ways that Mike will Mike will get all of it. <laughs> yes. And the more I will I will get jealous about uh, not getting any of it. <laughs> <laughs> the more you'll make Ben question, saying you can you can keep it. Yeah, I was just like, screw it, I'll pay my share, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, yeah, all they're, right. they're all fine with it, as long as it's like, well, he's making like 20 bucks a year, yeah. like, okay, whatever. <laughs> if, if we start if we start hitting triple digits, then they're, start, then they're going to start going, okay, fuck, I mean, come on. All right, okay. All right, so I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with 